You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed On Demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here as well. 888-933-93. Wow, we are uh, getting very close. Dangerously close now to uh, Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving Eve, if there is such a thing. Today is Thanksgiving Eve. Eve. The Eve of Thanksgiving Eve. Yes. And so, uh, because tomorrow... Uh, we're not going to, we're, we're going to be doing, you know, more on trivia. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, Thanksgiving edition, Thanksgiving edition of more on trivia, yeah, Thanksgiving themed questions, bears and lions. So we've been kind of kicking around doing a best of audio show. Haven't done that in a really long time. And uh suggestion was made to do like a uh, bracket situation. Maybe we'll save that for like March. <laughs> yes. When there would be a bracket, yes. you know, thing going on. March madness. Yes. Um, and in the meantime, uh, just get you primed again for uh, some of the greatest pieces of audio of all time. Uh, so I think sometime during the course of the day, we'll be uh, sharing the greatest audio of all time oh. as compiled by this broadcasting program show. <laughs> uh, and uh, we've got a ton of things to talk about because um, the poor migrants. Mm-hmm. Where do you even begin on the poor migrants? I mean, I... Whoa, whoa, you're broken up, man. I am. What is up? Oh, Keith, they're fearful. They're fearful now after the protests in Tijuana against them. Yeah. They're fearful. Okay. And I, I don't want them to be fearful. You I really go, don't. They could go home. They took the time to break into uh, uh, Mexico illegally. Mm-hmm. The least they can do in Mexico is open, welcome them with open arms. Mm-hmm. That's the least they could do. Okay, well. Do you know how far they walked? Uh, well, we, nobody knows how far, because a lot of times they got rides. In the bus station. Yeah. Uh, but they did walk to the bus station, I bet. I bet they did. Or maybe took a cab. I don't know. Long enough but, for the uh, photograph. To but be they taken. walked to the car into the cab, and they walked to the bus mm-hmm. to get on it. That's about, well. They walked to their seat on the bus. Okay. So, uh, uh-huh. you know, when they take the time to illegally break into your country, yeah, the least you can do is, is is be friendly and wonderful to them. That's the least you can do. Okay. And not make them fearful. But a lot of Central American migrants camped in Tijuana after crossing uh, Mexico in a caravan said Monday that a protest over the weekend by residents demanding they leave frightened them. Oh, no. Frightened them. And left them even more anxious while they try to get into the United States illegally. I don't want them to be anxious. I don't either. That's not good. I don't want them to be fearful. I don't want them to be anxious. Mm-mm. Not when they're trying to break into countries repeatedly. <laughs> the angry protests have been fed. I love this. This is an AP story. <laughs> okay. The angry protests have been fed by concerns raised by President Donald Trump's month-long warnings that criminals and gang members are in the group and even terrorists, though there is no evidence of that. (laughs) Nice spin. I'm sorry, Homeland Security says there are 500 criminals within this caravan. So I'm sorry, there is evidence of it. 
Homeland Security doesn't just throw that number out their butt. They must have some kind of intelligence on the fact that there are 500 criminals in this group. And by the way, about 500 people demonstrated in an affluent <laughs> section of Tijuana uh-huh. on Sunday against the caravan. Dozens of protesters then marched to an outdoor sports complex near downtown where 2,500 migrants are staying, sleeping on dirt fields and under bleachers after arriving at the border city a week ago. Dolce Alvarado from uh, Lempirad, Honduras, said she was stepping out of a corner grocery store near the complex carrying her two-year-old son when she was surrounded by the demonstrators chanting, Get out. We don't want you here. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> got right to the point. There's no rhyming. Right. There's no well, maybe you know, it rhymes rhythm in to it. Hang on. What's the phrase again? <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Get out. Uh-huh. We don't want you here. We don't want you here. <clears throat> All right. Hang on. I'll get back to you. I'm slow. As so you know. Alvarado says... I was very scared. I bet he was. Yeah, yeah. She. Oh, she. She was scared. She, sorry. Tijuana police officers saw them in a crowd and helped them get out and behind police tape marking off the block where the sports complex complex is located. Uh, the protest eventually ended peacefully. Thank goodness. Oh, good. Vete no te <clears throat> cuermos aquí. It doesn't seem like it rhymes. No. But vete no te Cuermos well, aquí. Vete, vete and note. Yeah, there of, you go. Huh? Kind of, kind vete, right. note, note, cuermos aquí. Get out. Yeah, I think I'm going to We don't want you here. <laughs> Tensions have built as about 3,000 migrants from the caravan poured into Tijuana uh, in recent days after more than a month on the road and with many more months likely ahead of them while they seek asylum in the U.S. Federal government estimates the number of migrants could soon swell to 10,000. Huh. No, I, th- I, th- I thought they did pretty much dissipated into uh, almost like a vapor, like there were none. <laughs> now well, we're being told there's going to be 10,000. Well, it's hard to count when you're on a moving bus. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Asylum seekers register their names in a tattered notebook managed by the migrants themselves had more than 3,000 names before the caravan arrived. For most, most of the city of uh, 1.6 million, the arrival of thousands <clears throat> of Central Americans is not even noticeable. Most migrants stay within a three-block radius of the sports complex uh, that faces the towering metal walls topped with barbed wire at the U.S.-Mexico border. But many residents fear, with the passage of time, their presence will take its toll <clears throat> and crime could go up. Mm. Since 2016, thousands of Haitians who also tried to get to the U.S. ended up here, settling here. In Tijuana? Well, at the same time, Tijuana has uh, taken in thousands of Mexicans deported from the United States. So they're a little tired of this. Uh, I know how you feel, because that happens uh, in much of Texas as well. Uh, So, yeah, it's just not, it's not fun. It's not great. It's not an ideal situation. Yeah, meanwhile, our military is pulling back. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I don't get that. What, I mean, the problem is going to get worse, and you're going to leave? Why? Wait a minute. We were promised that this was not going to be allowed. We were promised they will not cross our border. So what are you doing? Which is it? Homeland Security, by the way, again, says more than 500 criminals are traveling with the migrant caravan. 
Uh, the revelation was made during a conference call with reporters with officials asserting that most of the caravan members are not women and children. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's so painfully obvious. With every photograph, with every video that's shot of these people, they're mostly not women and children. They're mostly men, 18 to 34. They claim the group is mostly made of single adults or teen males and that the women and children have been pushed to the front of the line in a bid to garner sympathetic media coverage. Okay, that I mean, that's from Homeland Security. That's not from the, the that's not from Donald Trump. All legal options are on the table, and we've been negotiating with all our partners in Central America with ways to deal with the caravan. Uh, They say that there are currently 6,000 people already in Tijuana waiting to be processed. 6,000. Department of Defense appropriately responded by blocking the lanes, deploying additional personnel, and seeking assistance from other law enforcement and federal assets. Border Patrol has reopened the lanes for legitimate trade and travel. Unfortunately, some of the members of the caravan are purposely causing disruptions at our border ports of entry. Uh, There's a legal and illegal way to enter the U.S. We've deployed additional forces to protect the border. And apparently we're trying to enforce our laws. But 6,000 are already there. Wow. Wow. I heard a commercial the other day about our broken immigration laws. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of think a law's never, you know, broken as far as it, it's just a bad law. It's just not enforced. Right. That's the problem. It's not that there's bad right. laws. They're just never enforced. Yep. Anyhow, sorry. That was my Keith aside. Uh, one of the people, uh, Lennon Herrera Batras, 20-year-old 20, 20 male. Uh, who left Honduras with his wife and their two-year-old son, says, we have to wait. For how long? Well, I don't know, Lennon. I I don't know. Jeez, sorry. Um, That's not our deal. That's your deal. You're the one who left Honduras and came here, just hoping, uh, just expecting, I guess, that we're going to let you in and just welcome you with open arms. He said, we don't have the money to stay here for one month, two months. Well, you should have thought of that before you left. What are you doing? Seriously, honestly, what are you doing? You've got a wife and a child, and you just left and came here? Another migrant, 24-year-old Jose Adan Nunez, said, if I die on the way, at least I will have fought for something. For what? What are you fighting for? Uh, U.S. border inspectors are already processing about 100 asylum claims per day at Tijuana's main crossing to San Diego. 100 a day? That's going to take a while. So maybe you should have planned a little bit better. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is a hard situation. But I will tell you, you you can't just do this. What if I just left? If I wasn't doing well, and I just left and uh, headed for, for Canada, and I just expected that they're going to admit me. And they're going to find some shelter for me. And uh, I'm going to be able to get a job there. And they're going to make sure that I can do all of that, and I'm, I'm going to apply for um, I'm going to apply for asylum because I am tired of the mean streets of Helena. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
are are you know isn't it my responsibility that I just assumed? And if I bring my wife and children with me, uh, I got them into that situation. Is it better than the mean streets? I don't know. And Canada doesn't know. They don't know what I've gone through. They don't have any idea what I'm what I've done, uh, where I've been, what I've been through. They don't have any idea, which is the problem. You know, with I don't know illegal immigration. We uh, I I don't know what you pick because I don't know who you are because you didn't you didn't tell me you just showed up. You can't do that. <laughs> I mean, it's like just showing up at somebody's house and expecting admittance into it. Just let us into your house and we're going to start. I mean, aren't you serving dinner right now? Well, yeah, but we weren't expecting six thousand people here tonight. <laughs> you know. No, you can't come in. Well, we're going to. What do you mean we can't come in? And they're not even bringing paper plates or no silverware or cups? Nope. They're not, not the- prepared in any way for any of it. I don't, I don't, I don't, there's got to be personal responsibility in this. There's got to be. It just This just is insanity. And and the the media is like I, I treats these people like they're children. These are adult human beings making decisions for their lives. You've got to make better decisions than that. I, there's got to be some ownness here, and we have to respect our laws, even if they don't. There's got to be uh, sovereignty to our nation. We've got to have some control. Over our borders. We have to have some say in who comes in and who doesn't. Okay, hater. <clears throat> I mean, that's just common sense. You know, you want to talk about common sense reform. That is common sense. I'd love to get on one of these shows where they're always talking about how hateful it is that you want to protect the border. How hateful it is that you don't want 10,000 people showing up at the border all at once. Ah, it just doesn't make any... Can we talk about common sense here? Why can't we have any common sense? You're always talking about common sense gun reform. Uh, common sense immigration. Well, this is common sense immigration reform. We got to, you know, at least find out who these people are and why they want to come here. You can't just show up and demand to be let in. You can't. It, it's ludicrous. Kind of what? What kind of nation would allow that? We have such different values than those we disagree with politically. It's we like really do. We want to protect what has made us great, and we cannot understand how they don't see that what has made us great is the rule of law, right? And doesn't matter. And to them, well, what's made us great is we're a nation of immigrants. Yeah. No, we're a nation of legal immigrants. Okay, first of all. The immigrants came in the 1800s when um, there was plenty of room and plenty of jobs and plenty of territory for pretty much everybody who came in the 1800s. You know what the population was then? Like 30 million people. Okay, it's over 10 times that now. (laughs) And now we've got this welfare system that we didn't have in the 1800s. When they got here, 1800s, early 1900s, there's no safety net for them. Hey, you either sink or swim in this country. You think it's brutal now. 
Uh, it was really brutal then, but they did it. Why? Because they knew they had to. And they came here with a different mindset. They came here be- believing that they were going to become Americans. They were going to speak English and they were going to succeed in America. And they were going to become Americans. They didn't come here with the mindset that I'm going to continue to be uh, my own culture and my own language and um, my own little area. I'm going to live with the people who also came from my country. I'm going to hang out with them. I'm going to speak to only them. And I'm going to work in a job where I don't have to learn the uh, native tongue of the country I'm in now. Well, you've just ruined it for yourself. Forget about the rest of us. You've ruined it for yourself when you do that. Because there's no way you're going to experience all the greatness that this country has to offer. You're not going to become successful if you don't assimilate, if you don't learn the language. If you do learn the language, if you do assimilate, then you've got a really good chance of becoming successful. Yeah, if you want to come to a place like America and isolate yourselves and just stay within your own culture the way Mm -hmm. you're describing there, then do yourself a favor, save yourself the trouble of this long trek northward, stay where you're at, where everyone speaks like you and acts like you, and change your own country. Use the Constitution of the United States as a blueprint and make it happen there, man. (laughs) What a concept. No? Yeah, what a concept. Nobody headed west, by the way, um, uh, the pioneers. Nobody headed west thinking, you know what? We could always have as a backstop the government taking care of us if this fails. You right. Know, if we get out there. It's sick or swim. Yeah. For the Western expansion, for the European immigration, all of that was sink or swim. You come here and, and by the way, uh, you're not going to be liked by the people on the East Coast. They're not going to like you. <laughs> I mean, when you come here from Ireland, <laughs> Germany, uh, when you come here from pretty much anywhere, it's Italy. Oh, they're going to hate your guts. They don't want you there. (laughs) They don't want you there in their neighborhoods. And yet they came anyway. They put up with it anyway. They fought their way through it. And uh, they became an important part of the fabric of this country. That's what can happen. That's what used to happen. It just kind of doesn't anymore because that's not what we ask people to do anymore. Yeah, that's the deal. It's on us, man. It's on our government for not demanding that. It's ludicrous. It's insanity. And it's bad for them. I mean, as bad as it is for us, it's worse for them. Because they're just not going to make it. They're just not going to. 888-900-3393. This portion of Pat Gray Unleashed brought to you by Brickhouse Nutrition, which was created by a uh, group of top physicians. And then once they put together Brickhouse Nutrition, they created Field of Greens, which is a superfood. It actually has, uh, I believe it has a cape on, uh, on the container um, to show you that in, a, in an S on its, no, it just has a nutrition facts panel <laughs> because it is real food and it'll show you all the nutrition that's inside. Um, it's, it's fantastic. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables complete with antioxidants. It's daily green energy that fuels your body for a healthier and happier lifestyle. And you don't have to choke down things like green beans like I tried to the other night. I mean, I just, I, we were at the, uh, you know, we were at the M1 ball and there was really good food. And I thought, okay, well, maybe the, maybe the green beans actually taste good done by this particular chef. Nope. Nope. I was wrong on that. 
Uh, and as soon as they went in my mouth, I wanted to spit them out. And I choked them down, but I almost, I almost vomited, quite frankly. Uh, so if you hate vegetables, like I hate vegetables, kale, green beans, broccoli, Brussels sprout, it doesn't matter. It's all nasty. It's all nasty. Uh, go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You take one scoop, put it in eight ounces of water. It tastes great, and you get that nutrition. Plus, you'll get 15% off a month supply when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT for 15% off. BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, From Daniel. Uh, The caravan is... Just coming to have a conversation. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. Right. Let's have that conversation. Vete, no te, cuermos aquí. Get out. We don't want you here. That's the conversation they're having right now in Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a short conversation, but it's a conversation, right? <laughs> uh, just to muck and fudge tweets. Uh, new lyrics inspired by the caravan. I would I would walk five miles. <laughs> And then would drive 2,000 more just to be the migrant driven 2,000 miles to illegally cross your border. (laughs) That's good stuff, man. That is good stuff. Uh, What was the name of that band? It was the... uh, It was the... uh, 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 They would walk 500 miles... Yeah, I think it was the replacement. Was it the replacements? Uh, the proclaimers. Uh, proclaimers. Yeah, <sighs> not the replacements. Proclaimers. My bad. Stupid. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. You know it's serious when migrant criminal stats, not monkeys, fly out of a government agency's butt. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they fortunately, the caravan. Yeah, the caravan is on its way. More than on its way now. It's actually... It's actually pretty much here. It's at the border now. And we were told, goodness, that's months away. I don't know what your weird conspiracy thing is with these people, but uh, they're miles and miles away from here. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're at the, oh, by the way, they're here. <laughs> and they still, they're still, uh, you know, trying to make this like it isn't a thing. It's not a thing. 10,000 people at the border all at once. It's not a thing. Don't worry about it. Oh. All right. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. By the way, university lecturers at a university in uh, in Britain have been told not to use words in capital letters. Don't don't use all caps. Uh, oh no. When when you make assignments for your kids, for the students, you know, keep in mind these are eighteen to twenty two year olds. Oh no. Um, why? Because it, it might frighten the students. Oh, no. It might frighten them right into failure. Yeah. Because it's like you're yelling, huh? Yeah, it's like you're yelling oh, at them. Oh, no. Don't use all caps. It'll scare, it'll scare the kids. The, the kids? The kids. And how old are they again? 18 to 22. All right. Yeah. Uh, the staff at Leeds Trinity School of Journalism have also been told to write in a helpful and warm tone. <laughs> Avoiding officious language and negative instructions. Some blasted the move as more academic model molly coddling. No, molly coddling, huh? Uh, 
Yeah, it's more academic mo- mollycoddling of the snowflake generation. An enhancing student understanding engagement and achievement memo uh, lists some do's and don'ts with do and don't words frowned upon. <laughs> what? If they're this pathetic, seriously, they shouldn't be in college. Send them home. Get the hell out. I mean, you talk about the migrants. No, get out. Go home. If you can't handle all caps, if you can't handle a list of do's and don'ts, get out. Yeah. Get out now. I think I'm going to tweet out. It is so uh, pathetic. Vete note cuermos aquí in all caps now. Yeah. At Hangry Keith. Wow. I mean, that is asinine. <laughs> Gosh, we're over, man. Well, completely over. Uh, now that's Britain, though, is that right? Yes. Okay. But well, still, Western society. They're all just—they're is... probably what three days ahead of us now. <laughs> I know. It used to be about three years. Now it's about three days. You no, know, it used to be a decade. Yeah, it was. And then yeah, it, was. it was gradually. Now we're down to. Oh, look at that! Uh, it'll be here by uh, sunset tonight. Yep. Mm. Pathetic. Remember the when we were in Houston, there was a uh, an edict not to use red ink. Because yep. it might scare the students. It made them feel uncomfortable. That was Houston, though, wasn't it? That was Houston, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That was 15 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty bad, too. But then don't use all caps. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, that's just asinine. Well, and then the other thing was um, they were changing grades because um, they didn't want the letters were too harsh. Yeah, well, you can't give somebody an F. That means fail. So I think, wasn't it colors, though? It was colors. The yeah. colors were the grade. Like, in other words, it was red ink, but then there was a separate story mm-hmm. about, like, oh, you were grading on color scale or something. Probably. I don't know. Probably. I quit. Ugh, it's just, it's, it hurts. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's the, it's the downfall of a civilization. <laughs> you can't survive this. If this is how we're raising our children to just fall apart because of all caps, sorry, you don't survive that. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't. If they can't handle red, they can't handle red ink. They can't handle all caps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't handle uh, being told what to do, given instructions. They can't handle losing. Nope. Um, well, they don't lose. You don't keep score. Mm-hmm. You don't keep score. That's that's that creates competition among them. You don't want that. Yeah, this society needs that. a common sense enema. I believe. Boy, it sure and, does. Um, My gosh. We're, we're in some bad places right now. Mm. You think 2019? You think 2019 is going to be better? Like, this is going to be the New Year's Eve when the clock strikes midnight that we're going to be... And we're going to wake up? Oh, yes! We're 2018 all, all is sudden. over! Yes! Thank you, Lord! No. No. You think 20, no? no. It's going to be worse? Mm-hmm. Crap. It's just going to continue to... Mm. Have we not established that by now? Yeah, the trajectory's I mean, been bad for quite a while Every now. day, every week, every month, every year, it just continues to travel down this road. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going the right way, but, uh, I mean, we're doing our best. We're trying to turn it around with a little common sense from time to time. Uh-huh. Uh, 888-933-93. Here's something that can make it better, though. Um, shop dot the blaze.com oh where yeah you can pick up pat gray paraphernalia oh, look at this stuff huh? do we have some do we have some uh oh there's there's the mug oh i gotta go get my hat. pat gray unleashed mug here you do this and uh this is the t-shirt the pat gray unleashed t-shirt super attractive and then uh we have the baseball cap that looks thusly as uh, keith models it 
And uh, there's also a throwback Blaze t-shirt with uh, Glenn and Pat in a limited run by the Blaze shop. Uh, So it's a a photo. It's one of the first we we ever had. uh, One of the first promotional, maybe the first promotional uh, photographs we had taken when we started working together in Baltimore. Uh, And you can buy that Glenn and Pat t-shirt. So is that like right when y'all met? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, it's a couple months afterwards, yeah. That's what I mean, just like this is yeah. early, early, Very early you guys on. together. Yeah, Glenn so, was probably 26, 25, I think I was 28. Wow. Yeah. 28. 30. Yeah, it was a while ago. So if you go to shop.theblaze.com, mm-hmm. it's so simple. You just click on the shop now, mm-hmm. and then you, mm-hmm. you, you scroll over here to the bottom right corner, Mm-hmm. If you don't see what you want, there's a picture of everything, but there's still more. Click on the plus. Click on the plus sign. Okay. There's a lot more. All right. Uh, let me talk about Rid Your Zone. This is something you're going to need for the holidays that are coming up, and it will help you to not overeat and gain like a whole bunch of poundage <laughs> during the holiday season. For all the food uh, coming up, Rid Your Zone can definitely help. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. You take a couple of these, one or two, before you eat, like half an hour, and then hopefully you eat less, and uh, it also helps speed up your metabolism. For about a dollar thirty-nine a day, Riduzone can help you get through this time of year and jumpstart a new you for 2019. Order today at Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT to take thirty percent off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for thirty percent off. Welcome, Triple H nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat, I'm gonna uh, interrupt your program here. Are you? I'm gonna hijack it, if you will. Uh, okay. Happy birthday, sir. Oh, jeez. What? What do you mean, oh, jeez? Uh, it's your birthday, wow. man. I, Look at this. I know. Wow. So, so. Um, Thank you. It, in that. Oh, I think you hit your. Uh, what? You hit your box oh, over did, there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, this package here, of course, I'm pretty uh, cheap. So I don't I don't uh, buy you know, boxes or wrapping paper or anything. Okay. So I just hijack somebody else's. So you'll so find you, in there you hijacked an antiques nine to noon flea yeah, market yeah, I don't box. Know. I don't know what that is. Uh, so uh, <laughs> what you'll find oh, is uh, sour you know, patch kids. A really that somebody large... else sent us. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. That's not true. Those oh, were purchased by me. You did the Glenn Beck. Uh... Yeah, Glenn couldn't be here today. Yeah, um, so he's traveling. Very nice. But uh, he sends his love with his yes. uh, paisley uh, pants and shirt. Yeah. And uh, no, those three bags of Sour Patch Kids. And on February tenth, these will be going back to him. Uh huh. So that's beautiful. So there Thank you go. Happy you. birthday. Thank you. You're 29, right? I'm, I'm no, I'm 26. 26. 26. Pat Gray. Which is weird because I have a 36 year old son. I don't. Nobody knows how that happened. I don't judge. Okay. Wow. That's cool. Uh, no, those are yours, so, man. I got those for you to specifically. These aren't the shows. Okay. Those are right. your stash. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do. Nice. With them. All right. So, Thank you. Happy birthday, Thank you. Pat Gray. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Very excited. <laughs> uh. I've, I've, uh, I just, I, you know, I grew up in uh, Montana where it's really dry and then moved to Utah first where it was probably even drier, one of the driest places on the planet, and then moved back east where it was occasionally humid, uh, but then wound up in Houston for <laughs> eight years where it's always humid. It's a swamp. Always. It's a swamp. 
So my body completely adjusted to the humidity. And so when it dries out now in Dallas, because Dallas isn't quite as humid as Houston is, uh, and it does dry out this time of year, and it gets, it gets cold and dry. And I can't freaking breathe for yeah. three, four, five months. Does that happen to you? Or yeah. does it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got so used to the humidity that when it's gone, my body just can't handle it. It, but, so I feel I'm miserable on my birthday. Thank oh, you. Oh, every year at this time? <clears throat> yes. Is it allergies or is it the air? It's not an allergy. It's really? just, yeah, it's the air drying up. I want to get tested um, because everybody I know, myself included, moves to Dallas and has the uh-huh. worst allergies ever. Really? In fact, there was a story about a food critic that had to leave Dallas. Now she lives in Seattle. So she was in Charleston, mm-hmm. like I was, and didn't have any problems. Moved to Dallas, just could not exist, and now lives in uh, Washington State. And she, and she fu- had to fine. flee from here after a couple of years, and she's yeah. fine. Yeah. It, it, that does happen to people. But when I, when I travel to a drier climate like Utah and am there for a weekend or a week, if I'm there for a week, I am so miserable by the end of it. I can't wait to get back to the moisture air here. Wow. Yeah. It just, it, my sinuses can't handle it anymore. I don't, it sucks. But yeah, it is very dry right Miserable. now. Miserable. Um, in the Dallas area. Absolutely. It, it is. And a little bit chilly. It's going to be what? 50, I don't know, 59. So, I mean, we can't relate to what's really going on in the Northeast right now, uh, fortunately, because it's what? 20, 30, and windy, and it feels like it's five below or something. Supposedly, this was going to be the coldest Thanksgiving ever in the northeast mm, where they're what? afraid that the macy's day parade uh they're gonna have to ground some of the gigantic balloons because of the wind <laughs> and the wow. cold and the cold is just like biting frigid cold where it's at least the coldest in 20 years and maybe ever at the macy's day parade yeah wow you're right good grief frigid yeah. winds 18 degrees y'all have fun is it 18 now, or is that the no, forecast No, that's what for, it's going to be on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. morning. <laughs> Jeez. And, you know, why would you do that? Why would you go there? We had this, uh, there's some people that we know, their uh, their daughter, I think, is in a, is in one of the high school bands mm-hmm. that is going to the Macy's Day Parade, so they're going out there, obviously, to be there. And we're like, hey, good luck with that, because, you know, it's like 2 million people and freezing cold, freezing cold. And then it's going to take you... I don't know, six days to get out of Manhattan. So good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. It, we always thought that if we ever went to that, which we never did, we would just go to our office building there in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. And whatever you can see from the 34th floor kids, that's what you're going to see. Uh, I'm not going to be standing out in the exactly. elements for anything. No way. Well, anything. I mean, Glenn did it several times. And, you know, he was more adventurous. We were always like, no, I'm going to. We'll see it from here in Connecticut on the television set. <laughs> in a warm home. <laughs> no, thank you. But see, <laughs> no I like that with sporting events, too. I, I just, mm-hmm. I mean, look, I went to school in Lincoln, so I dealt with weather issues there at Memorial Stadium and, you know, growing mm-hmm. up in uh, Atlanta Fulton County Stadium with the Falcons. But, you know, if push comes to shove, I'm watching it at home next to a fireplace with my legs stretched out on an ottoman. Absolutely. I mean, seriously. And and plus, mm-hmm. I, there there I don't have to pay this ridiculous amount for ticket prices and food and all this stuff. No. No. Give me a climate-controlled environment that I'm in mm-hmm. control of any mm-hmm. day of the week. Yeah. 
And then you can see the replays and all that. Yeah, not on of course my you can at the yeah. you can at the stadium too now, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you see one yeah. in Dallas. And my, my TV is so small I can barely see it though. So um, <laughs> how small is it? Like forty seven or it's something? Forty four inches. Pat. 44. That's criminal. Yeah, that's criminal. bad. That's like uh, uh, that's like a, one of those small screens that yeah. you used to see. That yeah, a little monitor like the yeah, cameraman operates with. You know, yeah. just looking in there. And it's like. <laughs> what it feels like but you know what with losing seasons you know it's okay it's okay yeah you don't want to see it on a giant screen so it works out i mean the falcons lose a lot smaller yeah and so do the huskers so you don't want to see it on a big screen no i don't that would just hurt all the more yep all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh we're talking about uh, some of the greatest audio and then Mm. and somebody tweeted uh, to you, I think. Yeah, yeah. About the ago. about the Alex Jones <laughs> interview he was doing with the guy about the Mars sex slaves. Yeah. And said, hey, are you sure it's sex slaves? Because I think that <laughs> he might just be saying they're slaves. Yes. And we're like, no, stupid. That's not what he said. <laughs> so we finally got around then to we, playing it. And we're like, And Wait, then we played it. Let's see. And then we listened. And uh, here's what was said there. This may strike your listeners as way out, but we no. actually believe that there is a colony on Mars mm-hmm. that is populated by children who were kidnapped oh my. and sent into space on a 20-year ride. Uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. They have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Where do we get sex slaves? I don't know. That's I, not what he said. Mm-mm. So now it's completely believable. We were making fun of the guy. <sighs> and all he was saying was that they're now slaves, not sex <laughs> yeah, slaves. Now, now, boy, we look the fool. Because <laughs> they're just slaves. How dumb do we look Ooh, now? Ho, ho. He wasn't saying sex slaves. They're just slaves on the Mars colony. That's the only chance they have. That's the only choice. Okay, now you're slaves. Okay. Well, now it makes sense. Uh, now it's it didn't totally. make sense to me before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe yeah. maybe the frogs being gay thing will make sense now. Oh, too. let's see. Let's see. Let's I see. don't know. Is it possible? Uh, I think it is. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Freaking frogs gay. I'm gonna say it real slow for you. That's great. The man just uh, said, won't you fight the frogs? <clears throat> and he said it to a really happening beat, too, so you could dance to it. That was really great. I like that. Triple <laughs> eight. And it, it does make a lot more sense now. Uh-huh. So, I mean, uh, I take it all back. Uh-huh. He's, he's, he's wonderful. Triple eight, 933-93. And it Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter where Luke, just Luke, tweets, but can Pat rap to it? 
oh. being the, uh, he's talking about the vete no to. Vete note. Note. Cuermos aquí. Cuermos aquí. No, I can't rap to that. No. no. Um, Steve Medirsky uh, tweets, 2019 is going to make 2018 look like the good old days. Uh, I'm afraid. That's probably true. Yep. That's probably true. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, let me tell you about um, cleaning your ears. Because uh, when yep. they're not clean. Then you hear stuff like sex slaves instead of just slaves. Right? Uh-huh. Right? And then you get your ears cleaned up by waxrx.com. <laughs> And then, uh, and then you can hear that they don't say anything about sex. It's just slaves, <laughs> which makes so much more sense for so those kids yeah. in the twenty-year trip to uh, Mars. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, they, what what must have happened there okay. is that the reason it took twenty years instead of nine months was because they went to Mars when it was at the furthest distance from the Earth. And for me. Mm-hmm. That just seems like poor planning. Very poor planning. Should you just know when Mars is closer? Or you should, that's what you should do is just wait until we're a little closer in the orbit, which we can get as close as about 35 million miles or as far as 225 million. And then you can almost just step off Earth onto Mars. Yeah, at that point. I mean, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump when it's, when it's really close mm-hmm. like that. So anyway, you'd be able to hear all that with, when your ears are clean. Uh, it's doctor-developed. Wax RX system uses a special wax softening drop to break down the earwax inside your ear. Then there's a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush everything out. And then finally, the pH conditioned formula, which rinses and soothes your ears and makes for the ultimate, most complete uh, removal system available. You're going to love this stuff. It's usewaxrx.com. Go there now for your uh, reusable Earwash system today. Use the offer code radio and you'll get free standard shipping. Use waxrx.com offer code radio. Uh. Pat Gray. Uh, so, Stacey Abrams, who is the Democrat that lost. The governor's race in Georgia. Mm-hmm. She didn't concede, but she did admit she lost, which is kind of weird. But now that she's, you know, sort of pseudo conceded, she uh, she is making it as if <clears throat> Brian Kemp stole the election from her. In an interview on Monday with Chris Hayes, Abrams was asked to elaborate on her decision not to concede the race in favor of pursuing voter reform litigation. As she spoke about how she considered her various legal options, Abrams decried the erosion of democracy in Georgia. Well, see, it can't erode when it doesn't exist. There is no democracy in Georgia, but thank you, Stacy. Would be really nice if people running for office could understand, this isn't a democracy! Boy, she would have been a great governor. Oh, wouldn't she? Uh, so she blames Kemp, the uh, Georgia Secretary of State, for several several issues that came up that she believes compromised the voting process. She says it was not a free and fair election. We had thousands of Georgians who were purged from the rolls wrongly, which she has she has no evidence of that. How, what do you mean they were purged wrongly? First of all, they removed dead people from the rolls. 
It was not fair to the thousands who were forced to wait in long lines because they were at the polling place that's uh, that were under-resourced or worse. They had no polling places to go to because more than 300 had been closed. It was not fa- Did Brian Kemp close them? It was not fair to the thousands who had been put on hold with their registrations, and it was not fair to those who filled out absentee ballots. And depending on the country you sent it to, the county you sent it to, it was either counted or not counted, assuming you received it in time. Brian Kemp oversaw for eight years the systemic dismantling of our democracy. Again, it's not a democracy, Pumpkin. And that meant there could be no free and fair election in Georgia this year. Mm. Mm. Interesting. That's so let's, let's look at what happened. Uh, what really happened in Georgia? One and a half million registration uh voter registrations were purged by brian kemp this is the argument against kemp here Fifty-three thousand registrations are on hold four and a half hour lines 214 polling places closed uh democrats falsely accused of cyber crimes and the candidate was overseeing his own election so those are all the things that they're claiming um but what really happened is Brian Kemp responsible for disenfranchising one and a half million people? Uh, well, no. In his role as Secretary of State, he applied state laws. State laws that, in fact, don't actually disenfranchise any eligible voter. Many of the one and a half million voters purged were removed from the voter registration list because they had moved out of Georgia. Or they died. Many others were removed under the state's so-called use-it-or-lose-it law. Now, that was passed by a Democrat legislature and signed by a Democrat governor. Under it, voters who have no contact with the electoral system for three years are mailed a notice and given 30 days to respond. If they don't respond and don't vote for two more general elections after that, then they're purged from the from the rolls. So that's what seven, eight years. Yeah. So they wait before you three take anybody years off if you don't vote, and then after that, if you don't respond to the notice, and you've got skip two more general elections. Yeah. So that puts it like eight years. It could be up to eight years, right? Yeah. Because well, three and no, then, two more general elections. Yeah. So because that's eight years right there. Right. And then you wait three. That's eleven years. Well, I think right. If it, I think if you do three. And it's right up against a general election and then another general election. So I think yeah, it's maybe. around eight. Yeah. Still, plenty uh, of time. Again, it's important to note that the process was mandated by a state law created by Democrats. <laughs> As the Washington Post's Aaron Blake notes, a similar purge of voter rolls in Ohio was upheld by the Supreme Court earlier this year. So um, she's got no leg to stand on. And she's going to every you know, sympathetic media outlet that will listen to her and saying that he basically stole the election, that there's fraud. And Hollywood right now is planning to boycott Georgia because of the corruption. Okay. All righty. So that, that, that's Who fewer cares? leftists in Georgia? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Ouch. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Um, so here's, uh, here's Stacey Abrams with Jake Tapper uh, talking to him about all of this. The law as it stands says that he received an adequate number of votes to become the governor of Georgia. And I acknowledge the law as it stands. I am a lawyer by training, 
and I'm someone who's taken a constitutional oath to uphold the law. But we know sometimes the law does not do what it should and that something being legal does not make it right. This is someone who has compromised our systems. He's compromised our democratic systems, and that is not appropriate. And therefore, no my mission is going to be to make certain no one else has to face this conversation. Good gosh. Oh, another conversation. What Here an irresponsible go. woman. I mean, that, that is pathetic. It's Danger. Very yeah, seriously. Dangerous. dangerous. The talking on the left. She was dangerous in that she wanted to take your guns from you in Georgia. Now, uh, she's trying to put it into voters' heads that the election was stolen from them. Seriously dangerous. Really bad. Really, really bad. And and Eric Holder, <clears throat> Hillary Clinton, Cory Booker, they're joining her. All jumping on that bandwagon. Jeez. So irresponsible. Really? Again, it's just really bad. 888 Hey, the White House made a great decision. They're not going to invite any more nasty comedians to the White House uh, correspondence dinner anymore. Good. <laughs> it's awesome. And, of course, comedians all over the place are pissed off about it. And I say, good, tough. Uh, they've actually invited this year. Renowned biographer, Ron Chernow. <laughs> so huh? maybe it'll be uh, less irritating uh-huh. for uh, everybody concerned, except the leftists. They'll, they'll probably hate it. <laughs> and again, I say, good. good. Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, what a game last night. Jeez. Wow. Monday Night Football, the mm-hmm. highest scoring game in the history of Monday Night Football. So fun. Um, I recorded it uh-huh. and went to bed, so I missed out on the fun, but I plan to see it later. Uh, but, you know, it's not quite as fun as when it's unfolding in front of your eyes. And you don't know what's going to happen. Well, I when we we were talking this morning, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, I asked you if you'd seen it, and you said no. You want to know, and you mm-hmm. had me ruin it for you. You could have yes, avoided it I all could've. day. I, probably not. Probably I mean, not. I'm on the internet too much. That's true. You're on the socials so yes. much. Yeah. Um, and of course, you'll be with Stu later, filling in for Glenn today. So he'll, yes. of course, talk about that and uh, ruin it for you. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad I was the one that got to ruin it for you today. So the Rams and Chiefs got together, and this was supposed to happen in Mexico City, but it didn't, ha! which is great. Ha! It's an American game. Hmm. Huh. Well, it America. is. I mean, they call it American football for a reason because it's played, you know, in America. Yeah, I'm so glad that epic game was within our borders. Me too. Come on. Me too. Not on that crappy field that's uh, <laughs> torn to shreds. Shakira ruined football for Mexico. Uh, so, I mean, what happened there? Did she did she just roll in a stage or something and and tear up the field? Or she dances with her hips so much it just tears up the turf. Oh, is that what happened? Her? No, yeah, wow. I think that's what happens. Okay. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But wow, last night final score fifty four to fifty one. That's right. You score fifty one points and you lose. Jeez. Sorry, Chiefs. So the Rams beat the Chiefs fifty four fifty one. Um, in probably the greatest. Monday night football game of all time. So, uh, mm-hmm. a really fun game. 
if that's a preview <laughs> of the Super Bowl, yeah, we're in for a real treat. I think a lot of people are going to be hoping for that now. And that game is going to be indoors in Atlanta. Well, I guess it could be outdoors, but it's going to be on turf. So if those two teams meet in that stadium, 70 to 68, I don't know. <laughs> Man, oh. uh, that's amazing. Amazing. Uh, I mean, did the defense even get onto the field last night? <laughs> you had some you wow. had some good quarterbacks passing the ball last night. Yeah, that uh, that Patrick Mahomes. Jeez, that kid. He's really good and so is jared goff, jared goff. Mm-hmm. both really quality uh young quarterbacks it, and they've got <laughs> a lot of a lot of people to throw and hand the ball to and the thing that was so great about the timing of of this game being on monday night was that and just bear with me for a second here it's there were so many fantasy football points scored in that game oh, that wow. all of these games yeah. were coming down to the wire and people were just scoring non-stop all across the board with these players Fun time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The outlook for uh, traditional TV continues to uh, get worse. More than one million consumers canceled their cable TV or satellite subscriptions in the past quarter. Whoa. In three months. The last quarter. Yeah. No. <laughs> One of the largest seasonal drops of all time. Wow. Stepping up pressure on pay TV providers to generate revenue in other ways. Uh, Old guard companies have been turning to streaming services and partnerships with digital video startups to try to, you know, mitigate the loss of pay TV subscribers and convert some of these people into some other kind of customer. Uh, But... The figures reviewed by the Wall Street Journal show that those tactics have failed to offset the erosion of what used to be one of the entertainment industry's most profitable businesses. Fiber optic broadband services like Verizon, Verizon Fios, and AT&T's uh, verse have shed pay TV customers uh, most quickly in recent years, though they had <clears throat> a smaller subscriber base from the start. Satellite operators like DirecTV and, and Dish, have lost the most customers overall. Uh, Rich Greenfield, media and tech analyst at uh, BTIG, said satellite firms were more vulnerable to subscriber losses than companies that sell cable TV and broadband access because the demand for internet connections is still pretty healthy. And so a lot of residents who sign up for cable broadband get TV as part of the bundle. We do that. Mm-hmm. In fact, you get you get the TV, you get the internet, and you get the landline together, right? Which is why we still have a landline because it's cheaper to throw in the landline, even though we don't use it. In fact, exactly, we, we actually turned it off. Wow, wow! See, that's, turn it off. We have a landline that's cheap because we get the internet with it. Yeah, um, we don't right. do the TV. Oh, you don't do the TV with it? No. Um, All right, I'm weird. I use the Roku for everything, mm-hmm. uh, but that's a way to get uh, football games. Roku? You can get the live games with Roku? Yeah, I get uh, NFL Sunday tickets. Oh, that's why, yeah. Through yeah, Roku. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I don't do cable and I don't want to dish. So so the pay TV decline uh, comes as a lot of households are turning to the internet for entertain- entertainment and canceling their traditional subscriptions, a uh, phenomenon called cord cutting, growing share of Americans, known as cord nevers 
are for, foregoing pay TV altogether. It's a it's a new world. I mean, um, a lot of these other services too are making inroads, like Sling TV mm-hmm. uh, with those. <laughs> no, no, with those ads mm-hmm. that uh, make it sound like they're swingers. I think it's offensive to some. I can't figure out if it's offensive to me or not. I just, <laughs> you know what it depends on? It I de- think I find it funny. Yeah, it depends on if you're watching TV with your kids at this Yes, moment. it does. And I never am. And CIM. So, so you find it offensive? Well, yeah, because I'm trying to watch a football game with my kids. Uh, and they're like, Yeah, but they're just talking about Sling TV. Oh, that's right. My bad. They're slingers. They're not my swingers. Bad. Wow. I, Did you misunderstand? Yeah, kind of like I misunderstood the <laughs> Alex Jones Mars why? clip. Dad, why did the guy say he didn't want to take his clothes off? Why would you do that to watch TV? I think it was hot in the house <laughs> or something, and that's why everyone was... Yeah, I love it when, they, when these commercials put you in that position. That's uh-huh. fun. Although it's, it's fun. Although I mm-hmm. would rather deal with ignoring that commercial than the horror flick commercials that come on that scar your kids for life just from a three second clip of somebody's butchered head or something. You know, uh, yeah, those are rough to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So you got Sling TV. You've got um, YouTube, which is making some inroads. Yeah. Uh, you ha- you have the PlayStation View thing. Which I, I keep wanting to look into because I, I I don't know exactly how that works. I don't know what you get on the PlayStation View thing. They make it seem like it's almost a la carte, like you can pick and choose the channels you want. When somebody comes up with that, where if I want to get ten channels and I can select each and every one of the channels, yeah, it is like that. I'm mm. being told it is like that. Is that so? That's <clears throat> through the view, like through so the, like, the the. It's not. It's through, um, through the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, through the PlayStation Network. You don't have to have a PlayStation. Oh, you don't have to have a PlayStation in order wow, to I'm get old. it, right? Is that right? Huh. See, I, I use that's right. something called. Oh, Fubo. you do have to have a PlayStation. Okay. These two guys are arguing back and forth, right? Or am I missing <laughs> it? Like one of them says yes, one of them says no. Look, I'm just old, and I use Fubo TV. It's just I use it as an app on uh, Roku. Oh, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. it's mostly a soccer geared thing. So it's annoying whenever I turn it on. It's always like, here's the latest soccer game. It's like, here's me not caring. And then I mm-hmm. just go to the actual channels. But um, that's a, that's a, I enjoy that. So if I wanted to on PlayStation View, I could pick Food Network, all ESPN channels, HGTV, and uh, CBS, and then pay for it, uh, just pay for those channels. Is that how that works? On PlayStation View? Hmm. Now, uh, if it does. No, so can I get that on... Can I get PlayStation View, view on um, Roku? All right. Nobody's talking now. They just stopped talking to us. <laughs> I, I, I've, I thought you didn't need the PlayStation in order to yeah, use PlayStation I think, View. I don't think you... Yeah. I don't think you have to. Cool. So yes, you can. There's so many options. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is, but I. But it's you, all changed. Man. I want to be able to pick individual stations. Uh huh. And and when you can do that, and maybe you can with PlayStation View, because but that's I, when it's really going to be great. And that's the problem with the way it is now is that like if you get a YouTube or a Fubo TV or a fill in the blank, some have ESPN, some don't. Mm-hmm. Some have NFL Red Zone Channel, mm-hmm. some don't, and it's very frustrating. So it's it's less frustrating than with cable and satellite. But uh, it's getting there, man. Yeah, it's it is. Really, it's yes, it changing. is. And I, I mean, I 
we only watch, I mean, I don't know how many channels we have in reality because there's duplications. You know, you've got the non-HD and you have the HD channels, so they duplicate everything. Um, but it goes up to, I don't know, a thousand something. And so I think we have probably 500 channels. And I only watch five of them. Yeah. It's such a, an incredible waste to have all these channels that I have never watched. And it's uh, it's ridiculous when you're paying, I don't even know how much it is for that bundle. But it's a lot. Mm. And it's it's I pay, ludicrous. Yeah, I pay 40 bucks a month for... Um, 40 bucks a month? For Fubo TV, which includes live television. That's pretty good. Um, and then what's your bundle for, for phone and television? Uh, and whatever Internet else you and have. phone Internet, in the yeah. house, uh, sixty dollars. So for a hundred bucks, you and, get a, and that's the fastest, everything you want. Yeah, right? fastest possible internet you could have. Um, that's pretty good. So yeah, hundred bucks. But then you know we do the Netflix and we do the Hulu uh, and stuff like that. But you know, without sports, mm-hmm. what's the point of live TV? Like, there's no reason to watch to have something that gives you live TV unless you watch sports because you can right. get all of your TV shows. On Hulu or, or Netflix or wherever. Yes. Yes, you can. So. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about like like a Fubo TV. Mm-hmm. It acts as a DVR as well. So you can record things, you know. Well, so. this is why traditional TV is going right down the dumper. Because <laughs> there's too many options now. And yeah. you, don't have to, you, you don't have to have these traditional uh, ways to access it anymore. If these cable companies don't have foresight. The network execs don't like the the lady that that got rid of Roseanne is now out. Like they can't even see five yeah. minutes ahead, much less years ahead. And remember the big actor strike ten years ago, and the actors are like, "We want more of a piece of the pie. We want on the streaming and stuff." And we're like, "Okay, whatever." Uh, well, mm-hmm. they saw something. They were clearly in the know there because that's where it has gone. Yeah, it sure has. It sure has. I mean, Netflix is even now doing you know the. Um, Original, like they've got this. What's the name of this? Um, uh, oh, Outlaw King. Have you seen the previous? For yes, that? I've seen the. Yeah, I mean that's a major motion it, picture. I don't know what they spent on that, but it's, it's a ton. It's in the theaters with major. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in the theaters and on Netflix same at time. the same yeah. time. That's where we're going. Starring Chris Pine, who's a pretty significant star, and uh, it's really well done. Really well done. It's available on uh, VidAngel, so we were able to uh, take out some of the gore and, you know, whatever else they have. Some of the gore? Some of the gore. Uh-oh. I didn't take out quite enough. And uh, Oh, no. I've got to see this thing in action. We had our eyes opened uh, last night. Oh, no. Uh, oh, okay. I missed something. Uh, dang, because we just saw somebody disemboweled. That was great. Oh, That well. was fun. Yeah. Well, now you can. Drawn and quartered and disemboweled. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> How do you set the thing? Do you set it for like a certain level of it has filter? No, it, it's got filters, and so you go through like you can go through. I think in this case there was a hundred and forty-five things you could filter out of it, mm. and um, I, I didn't. I missed a few. So, so the opening scene of say uh, Saving Private Ryan on Omaha Beach. You could make that two minutes if you wanted to. Like a to. five-second mm-hmm. opening scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, let me tell you about home title lock. This is something that is uh, fast growing crime, and it can be really significant in your life. And this can really mess you up. 
Uh, it is it's exploding. Titles and mortgages are all online now. Everybody's just up online. And so any thief can download your home's title, forge your name off, and transfer it to a quick title deed. Uh, they've showed us how to do that. They've showed us they can do it in 15 or 20 minutes, and then they own your home. And then they take it to another bank, and they take out a home equity loan. And then you get the payments. Uh, you who get the bills. It's really bad. And you don't want this to happen to you. So if you own a home or rentals or you have elderly parents that you'd like to help protect, get Home Title Lock. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. And the second they detect any sinister activity, they shut it down. Your home's title might already be compromised. You can find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com and they'll get you your free title scan and report. That's a $100 value for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. To Barack Obama, the son of a black man from Kenya and a white man from Kansas. Now, no matter what your politics, that is a moment for the history books. Sure is. Wow. Sure is. Here's one of the great uh, pieces of audio of all time. <laughs> Barack Obama, son of a... Uh, to Barack Obama, uh, uh-huh. the son of a black man from black Kenya man from, and a white and man a white from man Kansas. From, now, no matter no what matter your politics, what your politics that is a moment for the history books. Sure, now, sure is. Now, see... Actual ABC News report. Yeah, 10 years ago mm-hmm. when that report happened, yeah. that was fascinating. It was fascinating. But today, today to it's like, two oh, okay, men well, having a baby that. together. That's, sure, they can do that. They do that in labs every day, I think. <laughs> no? No. Hell, they still don't. No, they still we're don't. darn close, Pat. Still can't happen. Okay. Can't happen, so. Uh, but yeah, that was something for the history books. Uh, black man from Kansas and a white man from Kenya, or vice versa. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I love those, though. And they, he never caught it. You never caught that he said they were both men. <laughs> and that think about this though. Hold on, think about this. Uh-huh. Those ABC News reports or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, those are taped. Yeah. So that was not a live shot. That was and so editors, everyone. It got by. everybody missed that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. everybody missed that one. So that's kind of fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. One of my favorites of the last. I don't know. I think this was the last year. Was the uh, Louis C.K. audio from from uh, what he was talking about abortions? Mm, this is a, a great, a great piece of audio because Louis C.K. is, I think, pretty liberal, and I think that the left generally loves him. Other than the fact that you know the whole Me Too movement thing, where he was asking women if he could, you know, pleasure himself in front of them, and if they said yes, then he did apparently. <laughs> And now he, he regrets that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but other than that, I think the left loves him. And until this, probably. People hate abortion protesters. They're so shrill and awful. They think babies are being murdered. <laughs> what are they supposed to be like? Uh, I don't know. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a d- about it, though. <laughs> I don't want to ruin their day as they murder several babies all the time. I don't think it's killing a baby. I don't. I mean, it is, it's, a, it's a little bit 
It's a little bit killer baby. It's a little bit. It's 100% killing a baby. It is. It's totally killing a whole baby. Thank you. But I think that women should be allowed to kill babies. That's what I think. They should be allowed to kill babies. Yeah. And the cheering. <laughs> so bizarre. Which he realizes. We get to kill babies! Do some shots and kill some babies. <laughs> I killed like four babies last night. It was f***ing retarded. <laughs> I just think it has to be one or the other. You know, like when people say abortion should be legal, safe, and rare. Why rare if it should be legal? If it should be legal, it's it's shitting. If it should be rare, it's murdering babies! <laughs> I wonder if that causes anybody to think. Do you suppose uh, anybody ponders that afterwards? Thinks, you know what? Yeah, he's, he's right about that. Huh. It is killing babies. And uh, we just cheered killing babies. Uh, does anybody reflect on that? Yeah, probably not. All right. 888 uh, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we get this from uh, Not a Cop. Brian Kemp stole my election. He didn't put me on the ballot. He also stole my wallet. He didn't remind me that I left it on the counter this morning. Wow. Brian Kemp is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. He should be in prison, Brian Kemp. Uh, From Steve, dead people and residents of other states have the right to vote in Georgia, you bigots. (laughs) Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, from California, happy birthday, Pat. Just. Someone just happy someone is older than me on here. Oh, so that so you're 26. I am not older than California. I will guarantee 20, you that. So California must be 25. Well, California less. has been around since okay. I don't All know, right. long time. This is California with a K though, so it's maybe not the same California I'm thinking of. And by the way, how do you know you're I'm older than California? Have I said? I don't think so. In fact, what I said was I'm 26, and I doubt you're younger than 26. Hmm. Wow. California Mm -hmm. plan to respond to that on Twitter, at Pat Unleash. Go ahead. Hashtag put that in your pipe. See what you got. It's hard to argue with the birthday Mm -hmm. boy here, so I'll just uh, let him have his way. Because even if you do, and I don't like it, I'm not going to read it. Oh, oh, wait. You know what? Radine got you something for your birthday, too. It's that uh, Idiocracy uh, DVD that... uh, can we can we get that? Like, can Vid Angel can't take care of disembowelment, right? But could it take care of like bad words? It can stuff? take care of disembowelment. I just missed that one. But does it cut out bad words and stuff? Yeah, like naughty language. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Man, I will pay for you to watch Idiocracy under the Vid Angel realm. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. we'll see if it's on there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's see. Uh, what we gotta do. This in a second. We've got this going on. <laughs> I look over at your screen. I can't wait for some of these audio clips. <laughs> I can just hear them in my head. Oh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> what are you? This oh, is no. a fun one right What's, here. Get out of my behind. Get out of my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a not a problem. <laughs> Ain't nobody on this planet that wants to be the, in any of those places. <laughs> Whoopee. I can pretty well guarantee that. Um, cool. Pretty sure about that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Rinse out my ears with WaxRx now. 
<laughs> oh man, one of the great uh, audio clips of all time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, <laughs> okay, <laughs> done. <laughs> I could absolutely. I don't have any problem with that. Hey, look, we came together on something. We did. We yes. finally came together Nobody with Whoopi Goldberg wants to be there. on an issue, and uh, we're perfectly fine with it. <sighs> totally together and united on that front. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh, might only be November, and it's not too early to start thinking about gifts for that special someone in your life. And this could be something really, really cool and something pretty different uh, for Christmas. The iTarget Pro system. It's a system that has revolutionized dry fire training. Really, the way to go. And you can train in your home where, you know, hopefully you'll never have to use it. But if you ever did, if there was a break-in in your house in the middle of the night, that's where you'd want to have trained. Um, so the iTarget Pro system uses your smartphone and their app, and it tracks a caliber-specific laser, which fits into your firearm instead of the bullet. So there's not, you know, bullets going through your walls. And it detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target. Really a fun and very cool system. Um, it is high-tech stuff that will get you trained. iTarget Pro, completely safe, comes with your caliber-specific laser, the targeting system, and instructions so you can start training right away. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Go there now and check out the video. Choose your caliber and download the app so you're ready when your system arrives. Right now, you'll get free shipping through the end of the year and an additional 10% off with the offer code PAT. Offer code PAT, itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Triple A, Uh Remember Frankie Munoz? Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the star of Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. <clears throat> he uh, he apparently had a little problem at his home when he was gone. Uh, let's see. He was, uh, he was in France. Okay. So he traveled to France for his uncle's funeral. <sighs> and when he came back home, his house was flooded. Uh, four of the five stories of his brownstone were under three feet of water. No. Yep, uh, because uh, the cat turned on a faucet and left it running. Didn't turn it off. <laughs> Shut so I don't up. know if the cat was taking a bath or what. He just forgot to turn off what the faucet. An irresponsible <laughs> cat. <laughs> no, that's bizarre. How'd you like to come home and find that your cat turned on a faucet and destroyed everything you own? See, oh my. Frankie gosh. says everything I own destroyed. Every wall. Every piece of artwork, personal photos, furniture, all because my cat accidentally turned on a sink a few days ago while we were gone. I'm devastated and exhausted from a tough week with the loss of my Uncle Skip. 45 hours of travel to and from France to walk in and find this disaster. Oh, no. I've cried more yesterday and today than my whole life combined. Forgive me for venting. I just need some support. That's sad. Dang it. So he probably, a lot of owners will, will leave water in the sink, <clears throat> you know, and let the cat just use it as oh, a yeah. bowl or something like that, I guess. I don't know. Right. And, and then this cat mm-hmm. is 
you know, wanted fresh water. It's like, hey, I don't want your leftover <laughs> water. Well, he's getting stale. I need some fresh water, but the cat's too stupid to know that the the drain is stopped up. Oh, no. Mm. Uh, so his bad luck continued over the weekend um, when he announced on Twitter that he had also had to evacuate the hotel where he was staying after the flooding of his house, just woke up to fire alarms and had to evacuate the hotel we're staying in because of what happened to our house. This has been an eventful week. Oh, my goodness. Poor guy. Darn it. And, you know, Malcolm in the Middle got canceled. Well. I mean, years ago, but yeah. still. I mean, you still. Still stinging from that? Yeah, I think he's probably. I don't know. Because, I mean, how many things have you seen Frankie Munoz in since? I bet those. Not that many. Syndication checks keep coming in, though. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they might. And that's pretty good. So maybe that's how he's able to travel to and from France. But so, I mean, that just kind of adds to your Mm. hatred of cats, huh? Yeah, it does. More evidence of why. And what have I I told you? Uh, You know, people with cats are suspect. They're a little bit crazy. Just with a cat? Well, a cat is fine. A cat is fine. Yeah. When you've got two cats, then then you start to wonder. What about three? When you have three cats, yeah. uh, then yeah, you're going to be monitored. <laughs> monitored. Monitored. So we've yeah. gone from fine, mm-hmm. suspected, <laughs> to monitored. Monitored. When now, you have four cats, yeah. you're committed to a uh, you know an institution of some sort. Have you ever known anyone in your <laughs> life that owned four cats at a time? You. Yes, you. Mm-hmm. And you should have been committed a long time been. ago. Actually, that's time. a fair point in hindsight. I absolutely should have been committed on mm-hmm. many occasions. Yes. I have zero cats now. Is that worth anything? What if you have oh. zero cats? Do you have any dogs? Yes, two. Okay. Uh, two dogs are fine. So now, now I'm cool. Four dogs. Am I cool now? Yeah, pretty cool. Yes, I'm cool. Pat says so. Except you're still a little insane. So That's true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, dogs are great, and I'm going to prove it to you because, uh, you, get, you know, usually it's it's Keith that oh. presents these these dog videos. You brought an animal <clears throat> video in. You're human after all. Yes. Aww. Apparently. Let's see this. It's an Australian shepherd puppy. Okay. <laughs> this, okay. is, this is kind of cute. All right. Uh, he's too tall. nervous to... Oh, he thing. can't... He's, what is Watch. he doing? Yes, you are. You're so sweet. What's he doing, Memphis? Oh, oh my God. Okay, Come on. get him down. Come on. So he's trying to go down Go down to the last he's step. He's afraid to take the next he's step. Okay. Yeah, he can't Come do it. On. What are you doing? Come on, honey. Look at that back dog, up, though. Back up, back up. Get out of his face and make him come. He will not go down the step. Come on. You can do it. Come on. Oh, come on, baby. It's like a kid learning to swim. If you're going to fall off, then you really be afraid. (laughs) (laughs) The owner's talking to baby. Come here, baby. I know. Oh, there he goes. Yes. There he goes. Yes. And the owner lets him get licked in the face. You're going to get that dog disease, no. that dog tongue thing. Butt tongue disease. Butt tongue disease no. coming, That's all right. coming to this guy. He jumps off the couch. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. he makes it, finally makes it all the way down. Isn't that adorable? And That's an update to the story, puppy. the owner has no limbs left. Right. He just uh, had his face. both arms and both legs amputated. So I hope it was worth that exercise with the dog. Doggy butt tongue disease. Yep which we've heard about recently mm-hmm. at least two or three times. And then so, don't, you know, and this guy's like practically making out with this yeah. puppy. I mean, I want to celebrate with the puppy too, sir. 
but we, not like that. Not gonna know. You know, I'll pet him. That's how I'll celebrate I'll with him. him. Way to go. Yeah, give him a treat. Good job. But I'm not kissing him. No. No. Mm-mm. No. I'm not sticking my face in his face Mm-mm. so he can lick me all over the place. And, no, thank you. and don't think that you owe Ooh. him just because, you know, we're celebrating <laughs> the big momentous step down. Uh-huh. No. You don't. Don't kiss him. No. Please. Plus, a dog is going to grow up to be super obnoxious, probably. Yeah. Uh, Australian puppies, don't they get pretty big? I think they do. Yeah. I mean, a... he is adorable now, uh-huh. but wait. Oh. Wait about six, eight months. I may or may not know of one or multiple Australian shepherd dogs uh, that may or may not border my property and may or may not continually dig under the fence and may or may not continually body slam themselves against it. Really? And are they big? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I love yeah, those. I uh, yeah. Some good times over there with that fence. <laughs> Ooh, hypothetically, I mean. Hypothetically. <laughs> so you may or may not know of neighbors with Australian shepherds. May or may not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess you don't. I'm going you know, yeah. to say no. It's obvious because yeah, it was obviously. a complete hypothetical uh-huh. that I'm never bitter or angry <laughs> about the constant influx, right. the, in, the funvasion that goes on around said fence mm-hmm. in this hypothetical world of mine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, 888-900-3393. And speaking of great videos, we have one more to show you here. Oh. Uh, this Bohemian Rhapsody parody um, <laughs> about social media. This is uh, <laughs> this is pretty well done. Check this out. We think it's real nice to have freedom of speech. Grateful for that right. No complaints about liberty. It's just sometimes exchanges online get me.
little twit who's ranting in no caps They're a douche, they're a douche, I will shortly unfollow But it's first I'll smite him with my QWERTY typing keys You're a label, you big eagle You're a keyboard warrior Command me bro, bro. His hate speech. He's just a tool boy with insecurities. Can't wait to block all his fears underneath. Comet war is dying down. Have we let it go? We will not know. Cause now we've come the trolls. I've been trolls. We will not. Cause now we've come the trolls. Stop the trolls. We will not. Cause now we've come the trolls. Stop the trolls. Stop the trolls. Now here, now here come the trolls. Trolls, 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 trolls. I'll delete them, I'll delete them I'll delete them if they trolls Mark Zuckerberg Make all of my friends are just like me Like me Like me Good video. Uh, pretty decent. Uh, produced by Dustin and Genevieve, whom I'm not familiar with, but that was uh, that was really good. And we Very will uh, tweet that out at Pat Unleashed, uh, the link on Twitter. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, looks like there's there might be several uh, business retailers this year that could follow Sears into bankruptcy. Now, it's pretty amazing that Sears, who once pretty much ruled the retail world, and then Kmart did, and now they're together, you know, they're owned by the same company, and in bankruptcy. But it looks like uh, there are several others, at least seven other retailers this year that could go the same route. And it's, you know, it's the same problem. Amazon. Right? Amazon is killing everybody. Uh, because who wants to go to the store? Who wants to go to the mall when you can just order it online? You don't have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there tomorrow or maybe in an hour, depending on 
you know, what what uh, yeah. program you have from the same Amazon. same discussion we had on TV delivery earlier. Yes. You know, it's like you yeah. either adapt <clears throat> quickly and better change quickly, or you're going to be left behind. And these companies apparently haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, JCPenney yeah, might be next. JCPenney and Sears, you know, for, I don't know, what, 50 years, 100 years? How long has it been that they have co-anchored malls together? Except for making a $1 million profit in in 2016. $1 million. For JCPenney? That was their profit margin? Wow. Wow, that's bad. That's really bad. Well, but it was their best year since 2012 because they lost every... They lost money every other year since 2012. And now they have $4 billion in debt and just $182 million in cash equivalents. Not good. So um, looks like JCPenney's is somewhat troubled. Stage Stores is another. They own Beals, Goodies, and Palais Royale. Uh, they could also head into bankruptcy this year. Barnes & Noble Booksellers. I'm surprised they're still alive. Because <clears throat> who was it? It was Borders, right? That went completely out of business. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like... And again, why? Amazon. But not just Amazon, because there's, you know, the whole digital situation where if you want a book, if you're at home and you hear about a book that you really want to read, well, you can have that on your iPad or your phone in 10 seconds. It's so fantastic. You don't have to go to the store and buy it uh, and drive and try to find a place to park and then you know, walk. Who knows where you're going to find the place to park? Blocks from the store. And then, but all you have to do is download it, and it's there, and you have it, and so convenient, just so unbelievably convenient. So yeah, I would think uh, Barnes and Noble, I, unless they change their business model, I, I don't know how they survive. Uh, retailer number four, Steinmart. Even the off-price retailers, uh, their shares have fallen. in the last five years as profits have turned to losses. Companies now predicting, um, yeah, well, 45 million for the year, indicating it may be angling for a turnaround, but uh, they still have a lot of debt and not a lot of cash on hand. Uh, Then you look at, for instance, J.Crew. It might be surprising to see J. Crew on this list, uh, but they also own Madewell, and they posted a loss of 125 million last year. Oof, they lost 23 and a half million the year before, so they're headed in, in the wrong direction. They're also nearly two billion dollars in debt on their balance sheet. This one really surprises me. Neiman Marcus. Might go out of business, wow. or at least go bankrupt into bankruptcy. Jeez, that is unbelievable for an upscale department store. It seems like there's going to be a time in the not too distant future where the mall itself will be goes away. A very rare thing, like a drive-in movie theater. Yeah, malls are going to have to. Malls are turning into something else now. They're kind of turning into entertainment areas. Um, I, I think that. Some of them are like trying to become amusement parks, 
sort of. They're putting roller coasters in it. Yeah, yeah, Mall that of kind America. Of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that's the way they go. I don't know, but it really surprises me to see Rite Aid on this list, too. Rite Aid? The number three drugstore chain. Um, uh, they, they were trying for a deal with Walgreens, and that was blocked by regulators. So that resulted in a partial sale of 1,932 stores. I mean, you see Rite Aid everywhere. Uh, so Rite Aid has an increasingly weakened position at the drugstore sector. Um, and Walgreens and CVS have the scale to negotiate better drug prices. So Rite Aid is $3.5 billion in debt. And they have negative, well, negative net tangible assets. That's... Uh, yeah, that's really cool financial talk for they're not doing well. <laughs> they way to break it down for us. <laughs> happy to do that. Yeah, happy to do that. Hard to believe, but I mean, everything is changing now, isn't it? We we just talked about the TV, the traditional TV uh, industry. They're having to adjust, and they're not adjusting quickly enough. And so some of them are just hemorrhaging customers. Hemorrhage, like... One million customers in the last three months. That's amazing. And so you're going to have to adapt and you're going to have to change or you're going to go away. It's, I mean, it's the same way in every single every single industry right now, including including radio. You know, you're adapting to podcasts. You're adapting to the, the changing uh, world with Spotify and Pandora and everything else that's available to people. I mean, music radio, I don't know how music radio survives. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you can, why would you wait around mm-hmm. for your favorite song to play on a radio station when you can listen to only the songs you like at all times, every day, all day? Why? When you think of a song you want to hear, mm-hmm. who turns on the radio? I don't no, think anybody I, does anymore. You just go to your phone, you're like, oh, I totally need to hear that song right now. Or that album right now. Yep. I, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, yep. it's, a, I mean, it's a challenge. My kids, my youngest kids have not listened to the radio, I mean, for music, in maybe their whole lives. It's pretty much been that way most of their lives. Born in the 90s or one of our kids in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And they just, they don't, they don't listen to the radio. They listen to Spotify. They listen to Pandora. And they, they download the songs they want. Yeah. And they always have. And so, and then if they want to uh, branch out and find other music, they just use the uh, the algorithm that shows them like music, you know, <laughs> music that, that's kind of like what they're listening to, and then they like that too, and then they download that too. So they find new bands that aren't even on the radio that nobody's ever heard of that are really good in some cases. And uh, they don't need to wait for the radio and wait for their favorite radio <sighs> songs to play. Honestly, what what do radio stations, music radio stations, do anymore besides provide background noise at a I store? And then even that is either a satellite service or some sort of in-house, uh, you know, radio station, if you will. Yeah, I could almost see, and it kills me to even have this thought. I could almost see the federal government reapportioning that bandwidth. At some point in our lifetimes, for some other use for communications other than radio stations, 
because now it's so digital. Everything is absolutely mm-hmm. digital and delivered uh, different ways than analog radios. And, and in fact, there's radios, uh, there's cars being manufactured in Europe right now that don't even have an AM radio in them. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the death of radio has been foretold many, 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 yeah. many times. This is one we saw coming. But this one looks a little crazier, a little scarier. The death of radio was first forecast when TV came around. Ah, that's going to kill the radio. And it didn't. Because uh, radio adapted. It didn't do the big theater things anymore because that was done on TV. And so it, it, it adapted. It went to music radio. It went to talk radio. And it just changed. And people liked it. And then video was supposed to kill you know, the radio star, as the Buggles said, when MTV came around. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to end it. Not at all. It didn't. Because you can't replace what people hear on the radio and envision in their minds when they're listening to a song. And MTV plus MTV just changed and adapted into like a reality TV. It's so what it is. Just bizarre. I mean, I, I don't even know the kids know MTV meant music television. <laughs> Do they even have any idea? That would be a great moron trivia question. Yes, it would. What does MTV yes, stand for? Let's ask that next week. Okay. Uh, and tomorrow we've got, by the way, we've got a special Wednesday edition since it's uh, the last show of the week before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. A special Wednesday edition of Moron Trivia. Yeah, the matchup is who? It's going to be the uh, uh, Chicago Bears and Detroit Lions, and they're going to be all Thanksgiving-themed questions. Won't that be nice? Nine Won't and two record, more on trivia. Nine and two. Nine and two. That's pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah, we were right again last weekend. Yep, Colts beat the uh, crush the Titans. Awesome. All right, so we will see you tomorrow on Pack Ray Unleashed. Oh, and next on uh, the Glenn Beck Program.